NBA Odds Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Use promo code SGP for up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Plus, deposit this week and you'll get $10, get a $10 free bet for the Belmont Stakes. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by our SGPN College Football Tournament. We're simulating a real college football playoff that you can bet on every Saturday and Sunday night in June. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFT for all the details. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFT. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. Now shipping legally to all 50 states. And if you use promo code SGP, you get 15% off. That's K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com. Promo code SGP. And welcome to NBA Odds Pod. I am your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. Back again. It has been a little over a week since we've had an episode. I took last week off because I was pulled over to the Sports Gambling Podcast main show to talk Kramer and Sean through the NBA playoffs uh picks and new structure and whatever and that might change between now and that and a hundred times but who knows but we talked about it last week to get your early bets in and this week I am back to talk about the basketball tournament no not the S the NCAA tournament not the NBA tournament but TBT the basketball tournament that is going to start on June 4th and uh, for the first time, I am welcoming one of our uh, all-star contributors uh, over the last couple of months, uh, Adam Pelletier. How's it going, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here and talk about some basketball coming up that falls in the sports calendar, giving us all something to pay attention to. Yeah, after absolutely. just months in the desert. <laughs> absolutely. I'm excited and we will jump into all things TBT very soon. But this is actually uh, the first time I've spoken to you other than just uh, messaging on our Slack channel about uh, posts. I, I don't know anything about you. You live in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, we originally found you because you reached out about doing XFL content. Uh, XFL fantasy football content for us, which you did a, an amazing job on. And uh, sadly, the XFL is no longer with us, but you've continued writing some great content for sportsgamblingpodcast.com. What's your story? What's your background? Uh, so in my other life, I'm a teacher. Uh, so during the day, I mold the minds of future generations. And Wow, what do you teach? I just... I teach English, actually. Uh, really? I was an English major in college. Yeah, so I, I think that helps a little bit with the writing, but it also makes me paranoid sometimes. 
because I'm putting my own writing out there and I've definitely had students find it and I'm waiting oh. for them to critique it. Like what I do, go at their What papers. do they say? Uh, they haven't said anything yet. They just more were a little shocked that there was actually XFL fantasy football when they originally found me. They were kind of <laughs> shocked and surprised that someone would be such a degenerate. And I just explained that's, you know, that's how life goes. Yeah. I'll do some crazy things. And uh, just to correct you, uh, the XFL is most likely going to be bought in August. Um, you know, they're going to bankruptcy auction. So somebody's probably going to buy them in August. So oh, it'll well. be back. I have not been up on the latest XFL (laughs) news. I'm very sorry uh, with everything happening in the world that hasn't been at the top of my list, but uh, thank you for correcting me. And well, I I am glad to hear that it might be back. It's, it might be back in August, you say? So it's up for auction in August from bankruptcy. So it'll be back next season. Hopefully in 2021, but we'll Got see. It, yeah. Somebody that has to buy it. That would be ridiculous for them to come back in August <laughs> when the NBA and NFL are supposed to be starting. Yeah, no, no, no. They won't be back until next year, but they'll have a new owner next year is what it sounds like. So. Got it. Got it. Okay. So uh, you mold the minds of uh, our, our nation's future. Uh, how have they been uh, handling this pandemic and social distancing and whatever? Uh, some better than others. Um, it's been, you know, a mixed bag with the kids. Uh, some of them handling it really well, some of them not so well. And it's just very clear that for the first time ever, all teenagers everywhere miss going to school. I never thought I'd say those words, but they all definitely miss it. And they're all excited to get back in the building at some point as our teachers everywhere. No teacher ever said, I want to go to school today. (laughs) <laughs> when they wake up at 5 a.m. We're all going to be jumping out at 5 a.m. and excited, ready to go whenever we do go back. <laughs> My brother is a teacher, and he's actually an English teacher as well in middle school. And uh, three of my, uh, wait, two of my sisters-in-law and one of my brothers-in-law are also teachers, and, and they've echoed much of what you said. So, um, yeah, that's cool. So how did you get started in, in writing about uh, gambling and fantasy? Well, I've always been an avid uh, sports fan, avid fantasy player. Um, and last year with the AAF, I started dabbling a little bit. This year when the XFL came around, I just went whole hog in and I actually got picked up. I started writing for a blog site, then got picked up by another site, XFL News Hub, who then, um, I then got picked up by another site, literally two days before I made contact with you guys, and we finalized me coming over to Sports Gambling Podcast, so in the span of a week, I had pieces up on three different sites. Yeah, (laughs) all right, man. It was a little bit of a whirlwind free agency because everybody was like, we got to have XFL fantasy. We got to have XFL fantasy. And I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And, you know, I have conversations about sports all the time. I read about all the sports. You know, I like to think that I know a decent bit about sports. So if I can, you know, get a chance to write it and just, you know, be extremely blessed to, make a little bit of change on the side um, while writing about it. That's just amazing. You know, that's an amazing opportunity and couldn't pass that up and love doing it. 
and you've mentioned that some of your your students have found your stuff. Are you worried that some of their parents will find your stuff and not love that a degenerate sports gambler is teaching their their children? I mean, they can judge me all they want. I haven't committed <laughs> any crimes in the state of North Carolina, so so long as I'm not committing crimes, I'm gonna I'm gonna be pretty comfortable that I'm gonna be safe. And if a parent wants to complain, you know. I'll take that up with them when they decide they want to raise an issue about my hobbies outside of school hours. <laughs> uh, well, everybody should be checking out Adam's writing over at our site, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. He's done an amazing job, uh, not only with XFL, which he says we'll be back. Uh, hallelujah. But uh, he's also written a lot about the NFL um, and most recently about uh, Dynasty Leagues, which should be starting up for most of you right now. He uh, also has the most clicked piece ever on our website, which is uh, 10 players at Aaron Rodgers hates. Uh, I'm <laughs> most not, clicked ever, really. Most clicked ever on our website. Dang. I'm not going to say that we should be proud that that is our top uh, post ever, but that is just the truth. And... Um, and, you know, hey, we always are happy for any traffic during these times when sports has been shut down. So that's been great. But to definitely go over and, uh, you know, you'll, you'll after listening to this podcast, you want to read Adam's piece on uh, TBT, which we'll be talking about soon. But definitely also check out his uh, six fantasy football dark horses for dynasty rookie drafts and six fantasy football red flags for dynasty rookie drafts as well if you're you're starting your dynasty football leagues right now uh one of those pieces the the dark horses piece got did very well on reddit and the other one you got kind of dragged on reddit for the red flags piece <laughs> listen people have drank the kool-aid on jonathan taylor and they're enamored with a 43940 but they're ignoring a lot of the red flags just because he happened to get picked in the second round and ran really fast in the underwear Olympics. So, but you know, all I can say is a year from now, two years from now, when he's not doing much and is kind of busted out the league, I'm just going to enjoy going through Reddit and just bringing that article back up when everyone's like, Oh, whatever happened to Jonathan Taylor? I'm going to be like, I told you what was going to happen with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm not, you know, like I said, I know sports. I look into it a little bit, and I'm just thankful to have an output to put some opinions out there because this is something I'd tell all my friends. I'd be like, I'm nervous he carried the ball so much in college. You should be too. But yeah. apparently Reddit doesn't think that way. Who knows? You 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 should have the last laugh if, if, if you're right. And uh, not that anybody on Reddit will care once you do uh, are finally justified. So... Um, all right, well, let's get into the reason we are here. Uh, a couple weeks ago, or maybe just a week ago, I, I don't know time anymore. Uh, time means nothing to me. It, it, everything, feels like, everything feels like five weeks ago and five months ago. But yeah, you reached out to me on our Slack channel, which you can join at slack.sportsgamblingpodcast.com if you want to... Uh, if, if you want to interact with all of our contributors and podcasters and fellow DGENs like yourself. And you said, what are, or what are we doing for the, the basketball tournament, TBT? And I'm like, uh, 
I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I'm in, as a basketball fan, I'm embarrassed to say I had never heard of it, despite it being around since 2014. And I guess I, uh, my mind just took a basketball break immediately after uh, the NBA finals were done. And then I probably was just focused on the draft and summer league starting up. So uh, tell me, and for those who don't know, more about TBT. So TBT is a single elimination winner-take-all tournament started in 2014, like you said. Um, And it started off kind of as a hodgepodge. But in 2014, a couple colleges got groups of players together. Um, You know, alumni got together and they said, we're going to represent our college and we're going to be an alumni team here in this single elimination tournament. And then the next year, uh, every major college got on board. You know, Syracuse got into it. Dayton's in it, uh, West Virginia, Ohio State, all these big colleges, all these big schools with huge, rabid, passionate basketball fan bases got involved. Their ex-players who graduated and moved on to the pros or just life in general got together and said, we can don our school colors and play another game, play another set of games. And if we win, we can win a million dollars and we're going to be on national television. Where do I sign up? Yeah, and it's awesome. just blown up since then. Um, you know, I really got into it in 2015 when Syracuse fielded their first team. Bayheim's Army came in, um, and much like the actual Syracuse team, they come in with much fanfare and hype every year, and somehow disappoint us when the <laughs> chips are on the table, including being upset in historic fashion sometimes, as only Syracuse can do, and that's just yeah. par for the course. Um, you know, and just so everybody knows, Ryan's over there working for a sports gambling website and he didn't know what this is. He's so far behind the times my 90 year old grandmother knows more about TBT than he did a week ago. So that is absolutely true. You, you, you wrote that in your article, you specifically shamed me in print, uh, for all to see. And, um, I gotta say though, there's, you know, Googling around about, this it's not like a lot of other websites are are talking about this either i'm not the only one you're not and that's i just, mean your 90 year old grandma I, I give her <laughs> give her props because she's way ahead of the curve of a lot of these uh, other sports outlets she is um and that just comes you know you hear a lot about it in the places where these schools often have a fan base so like in syracuse they dedicate newspaper columns to it throughout the entire summer because what else are you going to talk about in the summer in Syracuse? Yeah. How nice and tepid upstate New York summers are, you know, it's two months of bad sledding. We're not that excited about it. We need some sports up here. Um, So they get, they go all in on it. Uh, Other papers do as well. I know the Dayton papers are in on it. Uh, Anybody who follows Ohio state is in on this because they're the returning champions. Um, And it's one of those things where it just creates this weird conglomeration of basketball fans. Um, You have some ex-NBA players being involved. You have guys like Chris Paul fielding teams made up of his AAU alum kids. Um, You've got a lot of overseas players, a lot of overseas players, guys who play overseas love to get into TBT because it's a chance to be on national television again. I mean, a lot of these guys were college stars who maybe didn't pan out in the NBA for one reason or the other. And now all of a sudden they can be relevant again. People will know their name. 
And I mean, this is especially the year to take part in it because all eyes will be on this tournament, uh, not only because there's not much else going on, but to see what, if they're able to pull it off, what that might mean for the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I think this is an interesting test case. Um, You know, a lot of people thought the first basketball back was going to be big three, but big three has kind of fallen off and we haven't heard hide or hair from them. I know know, I was uh, all in on big three and (laughs) I was, I was very disappointed by ice cube. Yeah. I mean, and TBT has always been about capitalizing on the dead time. You know, they usually go mid July to late August um, when we're just stuck with summer leagues kind of ending Um, the NBA finals are done and you've got baseball and soccer and that's it. And there's a thirst for people to watch sports. You know, people want sports with names they recognize, you know, as much as you can turn on a soccer match and hope it's going to be good. You're not going to know anybody. You know, if you're from one of these cities, if you follow college basketball, you're going to recognize a lot of these names and you're going to recognize some pro names as well, or you're going to say, wow, there's a team in there raising money for ALS. There's a team in there raising money for cancer research. You can find a cause to get behind. You know, who cares about the players? This is an instance where the jersey and the cause is more important than the players. And it's just a great thing to see. And TBT just keeps capitalizing on dead space. You know, the only sports back is national is women's soccer right now, which, you know, good, good for them getting back at it, excited for them um the mls is coming back but you know we got to wait until the end of july for anything else to be back like nba or nhl and you know gotta fill the space somehow espn needs content just like we all do (laughs) yeah no absolutely i'm excited for it now that i know about it uh thanks to you and your 90 year old grandma um what uh, the other thing that i really like is for example a lot of my friends who are really into English Premier League, uh, they'll like to say something like, oh, well, you know, what's cool about the English Premier League is uh, just about anybody could start up a team and eventually rise through the ranks and maybe even get to the uh, pr- the actual Premier League because there's all these different leagues. Um, while, you know, while your team can't rise past this, it is kind of cool the idea that anybody can put together a team and possibly win this thing. Yeah, I mean, that just really adds to it. You know, you've seen groups of people from a certain town, um, the 24th seed this year, uh, the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs, won three games last year en route to the national quarterfinals. And there are a bunch of guys who have day jobs and just are all from the same hometown. We're like, let's show everybody what basketball in Jackson, Tennessee is about. Put up 200-point games on teams of college all-stars, frankly. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's that great equalizer that you love to see. And it's, you know, it gives you a chance to see some of these guys who you watched when you were a kid and they were in college or older pros or guys who kind of had a cup of coffee in the NBA and then bounced out. You know, you get to see what they're doing now. You get to hear their story and you get to watch them play on the national staging. And it's good basketball, always good, always entertaining. And it's definitely innovative. Okay, we're going to take a quick break with Adam for a word from our presenting sponsor, and we'll be right back. 
If you listen to this podcast or any sports gambling podcast network podcast, you know that our presenting sponsor is mybookie.ag. That is the place you want to go to gamble on everything. And while they don't have odds on TBT up right now, we have been assured that they will soon. So keep checking. Also, Sean and Kramer have been hosting Madden Sims every Thursday and Friday, plus their college football tournament games Saturday and Sunday night. So you can only bet on those at mybookie.ag. So make sure you do go to Sports Gambling Podcast com slash CFT. Deposit this week and you will get a $10 free bet for the Belmont Stakes on Saturday. And that's if you use promo code SGP. So make sure you do that. And uh, let's be honest, we've all been starved for sports, which is why we're talking about TBT. But TBT is coming back. The Premier League is back. PGA is back. NASCAR is back. So if you're looking to earn more than just bragging rights this summer, my bookie is the place to bet. Take advantage of dynamic betting lines on all major sports returning to play like the NBA, MLB, and NHL. Plus, the UFC has its next big fight card on Fight Island on July 11th, which will have plenty of action. The best part is, with MyBookie's dynamic odds, you can always wait for the right spot to place your bet to maximize your chance to win. Uh, from your computer at home to your mobile phone, it's instant access to action, whether you're at work or on the go. Sign up now using promo code SGP to net yourself some extra cash on top of your deposit. Plus $100, put in $100 and they'll spot you a free $50 to play with. That's promo code SGP when you make your first deposit. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. And we are back with Adam. We're talking TBT. Real quick, let's talk about maybe some of the names in the tournament that people who listen to this podcast will recognize. Uh, the biggest name that seems to jump off the list is, is Joe Johnson. And yes, that Joe Johnson. Yeah, I mean, Joe Johnson, first year in the tournament, joining perpetual favorite overseas elite uh overseas elite has won the tournament four times um including and then last year they were knocked off by eventual champion carmen's crew joe johnson is a really strong addition to that um hoping and overseas elite has to be hoping he's going to fill the eric mccollum role uh eric is the younger brother is the brother of cj mccollum um similar game you know talented scoring guard Uh, And Joe Johnson really can bring that to the table. But again, the joke everybody's making, and it's a good question. What will his defense look like? Um, Overseas elite. It wasn't good the last time he was in the A. I can't (laughs) imagine it would be any better now, even though he's playing against lesser competition. Yeah, I mean, and the big thing with TBT is teams that work together and do the little stuff are the teams who win. Overseas elite built that team for many years around the strong guard play of Eric McCollum and DJ Kennedy, DJ Kennedy is kind of the super kind of the best star of the TBT. He's consistently a strong performer year in, year out. Does it all fans of St. John's would remember his name. Yeah. You know, he, and you know, he's a double digit scorer, but he does everything. He rebounds great from the guard position. And, you know, as he plays overseas, I mean, the man's played in 13 leagues overseas. He, wouldn't keep getting paid if he, if he couldn't still ball, um, Absolutely. He still puts up double digits. 
um, gets boards, gets assists, plays defense. So the question is, is can he do enough to make up for the lack of hustle on defense from Joe Johnson? I mean, ISO, ISO Joe got his name for a reason. The question is, can he set that ego aside to not hamstring the perpetual favorite overseas elite? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and they are ranked uh, number two overall. Is that correct? Yeah, they're the number two seed, but I'd call them the odds on favorite right now. Um, when odds come out, you'll probably see them. If they're not number one, you might want to think about getting in on that early because they will be number one and they will be a competitive team because all of those guys are overseas veterans who play a lot, who are strong, talented players and have been playing together. And number one seed Carmen's crew is kind of, you know, they routed a magical run last year and they're going to feed off crowd environment more than a team like overseas elite who's used to playing in front of fans who probably don't speak English yeah. a lot of the time, yeah. but you're taking a bunch of college kids um, and beating up on them and Carmen's crew. They're the number one seed. Um, I don't think they can be counted on as a favorite this year. I would be very quick to pick against them. Yeah. So Carmen's crew, you just mentioned that there are a bunch of Ohio State alumni and they are being coached by another name that NBA fans will remember is Jared Sullinger. Uh, is he really just the coach or does he play too? No, he doesn't play. Um, he coached last year uh, and he coached him to a championship. Um, the big thing you're going to notice is they actually just added Caleb Wesson who NBA fans might not know right now, but he's a name to pay attention to going into the draft. He just left Ohio state. He's draft mm -hmm. eligible this year as a senior. He's been talked about as a second round pick. So he could end up on an NBA roster near you and you're getting a little bit of a preview here. You know, there are a couple teams actually that have picked up seniors leaving college. Um, some of them looking to improve, their draft stock as well. Uh, Emmett Wilson. Yeah, I mean, this LSU. is a perfect opportunity. This is like a real unique opportunity for them to do so uh, as opposed to the years past, especially since they weren't able to do so in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I mean, and some would, I mean, and I'd argue that in TBT, you're probably going to get in all honesty, a higher level of competition. You're not playing against boys out there on this court. You're playing against grown men and grown men who know how to play basketball and a lot of them play basketball for a living. Um, you know, and Emmett Wilson joined with uh, Quarterman and Johnny O'Brien III. Um, some, some fans might recognize those NBA names. They had some cups of coffee around the NBA, but they're all out of LSU and they're playing for the number five seed, Eberlin Drive, who also should be looked at as a favorite. I mean, that team added a young star to go with veteran journeymen and guys who play overseas and know how to play the game of basketball, you know, that team is deep, talented, and they've done stuff before. Um, I'd be excited to see how they do. And, you know, they could be a place to lay some money and get some good odds at the five seed. That's great. That's great. I mean, um, what, uh, and, and you've been looking for odds and you haven't seen anyone uh, anywhere, right? No. Um, but part of that is also going to be, we only, TBT only publicly confirmed their bracket yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the 2014 field was just revealed and odds are, you know, everybody's saying odds are coming out in the next couple, you know, next week or so, you know, people, bookmakers are probably going to want to have those out for a while before July 4th, but the bracket's set. 
Um, teams are going to Columbus in a week. So once teams are in Columbus, I think you're going to see a lot of things heat up um, because that Columbus is where the bubble is. They're playing all the games at Nationwide Arena right there in Columbus. So once teams arrive in the bubble in Columbus, I think you're going to see a lot of things pick up because things will start to get real. You know, right now all the sports talk we're having is hypothetical. If when we come back, when there's finally teams on the ground, you know, it's going to be time to go. And TBT is even planned for, you know, a team or two to have to forfeit due to Mm -hmm. infection. Um, They have two standby teams ready to go who are also making the trip to Columbus. And and if one is is the rule, have you read the rules? Is, is it if like one player tests positive, is the whole team then the rules ineligible? Saw, yeah, that's the rules I saw. I don't know if they're going to modify that um, moving into the next couple weeks. Things are a little fluid with some of those rules, um, and even rosters are fluid. Uh, yeah, Emmett so, Wilson just got added yesterday. Um, it sounds like until teams get to Columbus, it's this wild west of free agency. So there's some names out there. Um, Two names that were bandied about earlier this year, Kendrick Perkins and Nate Robinson were talked about as putting me on a team and going to part. Yeah, there was talk they were going to play together on a team, uh, Team Holdat, um, and that team has since kind of been deleted from the TBT mentions. Um, But I wouldn't be surprised to see some big names start to work their way into TBT, especially. It would be amazing to see if Kendrick Perkins can even still move. Yeah. I mean, he never moved great, but if he can still, if he can still move um, and I, you know, my kind of suspicion would be that it with big three with such a question mark, you might see some of those guys float over to TBT um, and end up on some of these teams. Again, it's a wild west of free agency and there's a lot of names out there. And a lot of guys who would love a chance to just play basketball. Is there a date? Do you know of a date when they can stop adding new players? I think it's when they get to Columbus. Once everybody's in Columbus so that um, I want to, I think it's next week, late next week, um, about a week out from July 4th is when once you're in, you're in, you know, you're in the bubble, you're done. Um, But I think until then it's kind of open season. Um, I think in these next couple of days, you're going to hear, you might hear some names getting tossed around. There's a lot of speculation out there. If anybody watched the selection show yesterday, there's a lot of speculation. Ohio state had some big names that they were going to try to add. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, and this might be it, you know, some guys might say, yeah, let's do it. You know, NBA free agents, G league players. Um, you might even see some more college seniors say, I'm going to go take a chance to get paid and get my name Absolutely. out there and prove my draft stock. Yeah, you know, no. I, I mean, some rookie dunks over Joe Johnson. He's going to say, I belong in the league because I just took Joe Johnson to school. Yeah. And I mean, and and just looking through the spreadsheet of players you made, um, which we can share on, on the website as well for people, there's a legit number of seven foot guys and guys who are 6'11", like right there. So, uh, you know, they're not going to be playing against teams that look like uh, they just happen to be like a good uh, rec league team. These are going to look like true, true NBA players. And yeah, if you're, if you're able to dunk on a seven footer, why not take a look at you? And um, with the way the league has been going with small ball, I, I would, if I was an NBA scout, why not uh, pay attention to these guys? 
for the next season. Yeah, and um, there's definitely also been a few guys who have gotten G League contracts out of TBT performance. They haven't been younger guys, but some older guys have gone on to get G League looks, um, extended their time in G League. You know, it's one of those things where it's an opportunity to play basketball on a big stage. And if you can perform and you can perform against professional basketball players, someone's going to give you an opportunity. Just a short break and we'll be right back. Guys, sports is starting back up right now. Not too many, not too overwhelming. And you know what that means? It's the perfect time to realize your dream of starting your own sports book. People are out there waiting for someone to allow them to bet on stuff. This is your moment. So, if you don't know how to start a sports book, that is okay because Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They will provide you with an all inclusive betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 7, so if you get in some trouble, they're there to help you out. Plus, they have some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Your customers will never be disappointed. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP for six weeks free. What do you got to lose? You can, be, you, can, you can find your new million dollar industry. That's right. I said a million dollars. Uh, you, you talked about... Uh, some of the favorites overseas elite which which you like even though they are uh, in the number two seed you, you like them going all the way uh carmen's crew which is the ohio state alumni crew uh you also mentioned uh eberlin drive the number five seed um who who else should we be paying attention to um maybe not necessarily one of the favorites but someone who could really make a run yeah, I mean, and there's one more favorite that we didn't talk about. Um, Bayheim's Army, uh, call me a homer all you want, but any team with four former first-round picks is deserving of consideration in this tournament. Um, and they have a pair of guards in Brandon Trish and Eric Devendorf who thrive in TBT. They're two guys who get to the rim at will. They can shoot from range, and they do everything in between. Um, they have some good size inside, and they – Almost everyone on that team can stretch the floor. So one last favorite, the number three seed, Bayheim's Army, of course, the Syracuse alumni. I might be a little biased, but I'm going to be honest. They are a team to watch because they've, I mean, this is their fifth year in the tournament and they've kept a pretty steady core of guys. So they're veterans as far as this is concerned. And almost, and all but Eric Devendorf are playing overseas or in the G League. So. Hey, but you do mention in your article that, um, their games uh, look oddly like uh, orange home games with the amount of uh, fans that that show up. And you mentioned that the, you know even the local papers are, are writing up TV previews for this. Are they going to be affected by not having those fans there when they're used to having almost like a home court advantage? Um, they definitely pro- they definitely will. Um, I think that's going to go against them, but I think that this team is so deep and so strong and is so much talent across the board. I mean, you've got two guys 
who were first round selections um, three years ago in Tyler Lydon and Malachi Richardson. Both of those guys have played NBA minutes in the last three years. Um, and you mix them in with some cagey veterans and you've just got a team that everyone should be excited to watch um, representing. All right. All right. Well, that's good to keep in mind. Good to keep in mind. So uh, let's talk about maybe someone from your next group in your article. Uh, how about the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs? Those uh, those guys really intrigued me when I was reading about them. Yeah, I just I remember watching them last year in TBT and they're just super fun to watch. They're a team that, again, they're those guys who there's only one real basketball player on the team um Jalen Brad Jalen Barford out of Arkansas um Mm -hmm. is really the undisputed leader of that team he averaged over 20 points a game last year in TBT and that team scored 100 plus points twice against far superior talent on paper on paper far superior talent you know Mm -hmm. they're a collection of guys who last played together who last played in high school or low-level college, and they're out there hanging with some of the big big dogs as far as NCAA names go. Um, you know, and they talked about it on the selection show. Sometimes it just comes down to chemistry. If you know the guys you're playing with and you want to play for each other and y'all are in it together, you can do some stuff. I wouldn't sleep on them as the 24th seed. Um, they got to win a first-round game. I mean, I was, yeah, was going to say, they're going to have quite the road uh, being a 24th seed. It's going to be all uphill for them. Yeah, definitely all uphill, and it might not happen that they win the tournament. But I, w- if you're going on a game by game basis, I would be, I'd be interested to see how the matchups fall, and they'd be a team I'd definitely be interested in laying some money on or picking if I do a bracket or something, picking them for an upset or two, just because they do have that experience on the big stage, and they've shown they're not affected by the bright lights. They'll take on anybody. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, fun that you mentioned uh, if you're doing a bracket. We are, I, I just talked to Sean and Kramer about that this morning. We are going to do an NBA odds pod TBT free roll bracket contest where you can win $100. So uh, look out for that coming soon. And um, if you're excited about that, email me at NBA odds pod at the s g p n or hit me up at at the ryan mckee on twitter uh, i don't hear from a lot of you so if you're excited to win a hundred bucks i'd love to hear about it because i gotta spend extra time putting it together um all right that's my rant okay so uh the underdogs like them definitely going to be checking them out i like their logo not that that matters but i'm maybe going to look for a t-shirt with their logo um yeah yeah, go over to the tournament store. Uh, they got all they got gear for all the teams. I'm sure there'll be more. Puma does a great job with the swag for this. It's some great uniforms, some nice concepts to see. That's awesome. Okay, so the underdogs, another team that I just straight up liked the name of, Best Virginia, which is made up of all <laughs> West Virginia alumni. Tell me a little bit about them. Uh, you know, West Virginia, perennial team right there, always dominant in the college ranks. Um, definitely someone to keep an eye on a lot of guys who have played together already. So they have that chemistry. Um, they have a little bit of a tougher road though. Uh, as a 10 seed, they're probably going to end up, they're going to end up playing the higher seeds. You know, they're going to draw someone in the top half of the bracket who has a buy. So they're going to have to play a fresh team 
in day three, day three or four of the tournament. Mm-hmm. And that's an uphill road for them. Um, they didn't do great last year, went out in the second round to overseas elite, but reloaded and, you know, maybe they learned from their experiences and can win a couple games. Yeah. And um, you mentioned in your article that they're the only team besides uh, your home team that has made up of all <laughs> uh, all players from that name school. Yeah, a lot of these alumni teams do bring in a you know one you know two or three guys from other schools just to complement and round out the roster. I mean, especially in this condensed ten day format, um, you got to have a deep team. You got to go ten, twelve deep. Because although these guys are all pros and adults, you know, once you hit 30, (laughs) it it hits a little different when you got to get up and play again, you know, the next day or the day after. Um, So you got to be deep, you got to be deep and you got to be able to hang with it um, for 10 days. You know, if you're playing in this first round, you got to win four straight games to get the check. Yeah. I mean, is that, will that, because they're playing so many games in so few days over a 10 day span, would that give you pause about some of uh, maybe the older players like a Joe Johnson? Yeah, it's definitely going to give me pause about a team with a shorter bench. Um, It's some, it's a knock I'm going to see for a team like overseas elite or Bayheim's army. Um, They both have shorter benches as of now. And that's going to give me concern because I know in the past watching this tournament, when they'd play two games in a weekend, I saw Bayham's army look dead in the second round of it, you know, of the tournament last year. And they got upset in the second round as a result because they didn't have the legs. They weren't fresh. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to see these deeper teams or maybe teams with more young guys have a chance here in later rounds to pull off some upsets because they're used to a little bit more of that grind and they're bouncing back a little better. Yeah. Um, we're going to be jumping around just a little bit. And if I, if yeah. I miss a team that you want to talk about, we'll come back to it. But I just wanted to hit on um, two teams that you named as a wild card newcomers. And they're both uh, owned, headed by whatever uh, celebrities. we got uh, Floyd Mayweather has his The Money Team going into uh, TBT for the first time. Uh, he partnered with Team for Debt. Yes, Jimmer for Debt, who's now of the Suns and won't be playing this year. Uh, can you? What well, can you tell me about uh, Mayweather's team? Uh, Mayweather's team is formerly Team for Debt, like like you mentioned. Uh, Jimmer actually played in TBT. Um, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, and he put on a show. And you got to think that that contributed to him getting an NBA look because he's out there balling out and showing he can still hang. Um, that's the team. Well, that he team can still that- <laughs> hang on the Suns, and he doesn't play that many minutes. But so, good point. Your your point is not missed. A- NBA contracts and NBA contract, man. Absolutely. If, you, absolutely. if you get, if you're in the league, you're in the league. That's all. Sometimes that's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but that's a team that won some games um, and now partners with Floyd Medweather, brings a little bit of star power to it. Um, the other, they have the other Jordan Crawford, not the one you're thinking of, J-O-R-D-A-N, J-O-R-D-O-N, who also played in the league a little bit. Um, but he's a scorer, good, you know, great guy to have, can kind of fill that Jimmer role. And Tony Roten, the big former Sixers guard, you know, that's a team with some NBA experience at the seven seed. They get that by. So they're automatically into um, the round of 16. 
You know, they could be a team that yeah, wins I, a couple I, games. I was just looking Jordan Crawford, the, uh, you know, not the one you're thinking of, yeah. but the other one, <laughs> uh, he was just with Memphis uh, a, a year or two ago. So, I mean, he, it's not, he's not that far removed from an NBA roster. No, I mean, and he's a talented scorer, you know, size is an issue for him. He's not that big. So he struggles maybe in the NBA, but in TBT, it's, you know, it's not the size, it's not the size of anybody in this. It's the fight in, it's the fight in them. And Jordan Crawford has that mentality, that kind of playground ball mentality that can take over at times in TBT. So, and, and there's, I'm sorry to cut you off. There are seventh seeds, so they get a buy in the first round. Yep. Top eight seeds get a buy um, into this round of 16. So, you know, if you're in that top eight, you don't have to play July 4th weekend. Uh, and that's got to make your that makes your path just that much easier. It's just one last game you got to win, and one last time you got to go out there and you know go to war with somebody. Another celebrity whose team is not getting a buy is uh, Chris Paul, Team CP3. Uh, also, uh, his team's first year in the tournament. Um, you know, I don't really recognize the the names on his team, but what can you tell me about him? Uh, so Chris Paul, uh, oh, I take it back. PJ Harrison. Yeah. I do. Or I, I yeah, do PJ Harrison, PJ, PJ Harrison is easily the most recognizable name on that team. Uh, you know, played a couple years in the NBA, had a successful rookie year and then kind of trailed off from there. Um, but he partners with former, uh, UNC running mate, Kennedy Meeks, um, fans of the ACC and college basketball might recognize him, uh, played some years down there in Chapel Hill solid and you know they bring in Nate Mason who's just a pure scorer from the guard position played at Minnesota um, never really got into the NBA but could score in bunches in the Big Ten which is an accomplishment because we all know Big Ten basketball it's like Big Ten football first to 50 wins and after our last break and we'll be right back I am still very excited to have this new company on board with Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm talking about Cushy Dreams CBD. They are a new company with a full line of premium smokable CBD. And I I know I'm a big CBD fan. It helps me uh, sleep at night. It relaxes me. It, uh, you know, maybe I'm real anxious if I have to uh, go into a meeting or maybe just uh, talk to my wife sometimes. CBD helps me without getting me high. Uh, so, so Cushy Dreams, they, they specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flower, uh, a.k.a., you know, bud. Uh, and, they, and they also have pre-roll CBD joints. It's, they ship to all 50 states legally. And, uh, you know, you can join the group of adults who are, are done with vapes, done with, done with gummies, and they want to smoke their CBD. This stuff looks like high-quality marijuana. Feels like high quality marijuana and tastes just like your favorite marijuana. Smoking your CBD is the most efficient and quickest way to deliver CBD to your system. And it does, again, not get you high. It's grown right here in California and in Oregon. So you know it's not coming from someplace weird all over the country uh, or all over the world or a state that you don't like. uh, Unless you don't like California or Oregon, then forget that I said that. Um, anyway, let me get through this now shipping legally to all 50 states. If you use your promo code SGP, you get 15% off. That's K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com promo code SGP. Smoke your CBD because you can.
everybody should know that you wrote a, an extensive piece on our website. So uh, make sure to go to sportsdiamondpodcast.com to read up on uh, all of Adam's breakdown of, uh, of every team. Is there any others people should be considering right now? Team that I kind of like, they're halfway between that long shot and favorite, the number eight seed, Red Scare, uh, mm-hmm. the Dayton alumni. Yeah. Everyone knows come March, you're fearing Dayton. You know, Dayton's always that 10 seed where it's like, you know, if Dayton gets hot, they're a team you don't want to mess with. They're a team you don't want to see. They're a team who's going to win a couple games. And so basically you took all those guys who have been on every Dayton team that's pulled an upset I mean, in the same sense, by the end of March, you're not scared of them anymore. (laughs) Yeah, you're not. You're not by the end of March. (laughs) But in the early rounds, you know, I mean, if we're doing a bracket, people are going to pay attention to that. Um, They've got Kyle Davis and Dyshawn Pierre, both former Dayton guys who score at will. Um, Dyshawn Pierre, big-time scorer in college, big-time scorer now overseas. And then they add Justin Tillman, who was at VCU two years ago, played a year in the G League, now playing in Israel, scored averaged 20 points a game over in Israel, which is a pretty decent basketball league, actually. Yeah, Um, Israel is known for having a good basketball league. Yeah, um, they've got a bunch of... They've got a bunch of talent. Um, You can't sleep on them. Guard play does tend to win out in TBT. Um, It's something that we see a lot just because uh, teams tend to spread it out a little bit more because Mm. no one wants to bang in the post once you get to a certain age. You're not about that life anymore. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's a bit more of a pickup game uh, style than than really NBA. Um, Although, like we said, there is some big guys in in this tournament. Yeah, there are definitely some big guys, um, and I think in the shorter condensed format, you might see some of those teams with bigs do um, better. One team that I'd pay attention to, Power of the Paw, the Clemson alumni. Elijah Thomas is a big, energetic forward. He's someone I could look at as having a big impact in this. Um, Mm -hmm. And then another team to keep an eye on, the Stillwater Stars, Oklahoma State alumni. They just added two Kansas guys, actually. Tyshawn Taylor was a 2012 NCAA All-Tournament team player. Scores One of those guys who just scores, scores, scores. He's been playing overseas since 2012. And partner him with Markel Brown, who recently left Oklahoma State and is in the G League presently and played a few NBA games as well. Um, you've got a team there at the 21 seed that is going to be dangerous and could cause some headaches for people despite maybe not having the name recognition there. They have a team that works really well. Um, and is pretty balanced. That's great. All right. Okay. So um, big picture, what are some things people should keep in mind when they're, when they're starting to make these bets? And uh, do you know, does DraftKings or FanDuel, do they even pay attention to this? I haven't, I haven't seen anything there yet. Um, I, you know, I'll take, you know, take a look. Um, They might do something. I mean, those guys are desperate for content in games too. Yeah, if if we um, so, if we notice that there's some DraftKings or or FanDuel tournaments, we'll we'll certainly uh, start yeah. putting up some articles with some picks for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, but just some things to keep in mind: um, shorter games, uh, nine minute quarters. But that's really technically only for three of them um, because they do do the Elam ending here, which we all saw at the NBA All Star Game mm-hmm. uh, about half. Play through the fourth Which I like. I'm, I'm excited to see that play out more. I love it. Um, I am a big fan of it. I know everyone who watches TBT 
really enjoys the Elam ending because it does save us from the endless fouling and ends of games. Yep. So basically what's going to happen is um, I think it's in the last three minutes of the game, first whistle under three minutes, clock goes off, and they add seven to the team that's ahead, and that's the target score, first team to get their win. So if the team goes on a 20, is down 18 and goes on a 25-point run, they're the, they win the game. Um, yeah. And it really is that something we should it, be thinking about when we're doing over unders. I, I definitely think it is. Um, you have to pay attention to how some of these games are played. Um, you have a team like Jackson, Tennessee, which won a slugfest in its first round game, 58, 57 last year, and then went on to rip off 200 point games. And so you're going to see, you can see some high variance here. You're going to see some slogs and you're going to see somewhere they get out and they score in bunches. Um, so just pay attention to that. Uh, over-unders are definitely going to be volatile in a place where you could definitely hit on and win. Um, lots of games tend to be in that 70 to 80 range. Um, mm-hmm. Classic college games. Because, again, only nine-minute quarters, so less than, you know, less than the 20-minute yeah. halves in college. little shorter game, but higher caliber. Um, so it's not uncommon to see games in the 80s and 90s, and especially with – you know, there's not going to be any real blowouts, I imagine, in this year's TBT because they effectively cut the field in half. Um, yeah. It's usually a 64-team uh, field, so they've cut down. They really narrowed it down. They're trying to consolidate the ca- talent, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of talented guys jump into this. So you could have, you know, pay attention to rosters here as we're moving forward. You could see some big names jump on some of these teams. Um, people have been teasing it. People have been saying – you know, we're hearing there's these guys ready to go. Ohio State might add a guy. Overseas Elite might add a guy. And I think these teams are going to look at their roster and say, we need to have 10, 10 to 12 guys heading into this tournament to win. And they're going to start putting out a push. Yeah, absolutely. I know that I'm very excited to watch it and um, just learn more about potential players I'd like to follow, whether it whether they come into the NBA next season or if I just um, curious where they go moving forward and maybe pay more attention to some of those overseas leagues, I think will be fun. Um, anything else? No, I think that pretty much sums it up. Um, you know, let's just all get excited that basketball is back. Pro sports is going to be back on American soil and we're going to have to watch some names we recognize. And for some of us who have, you know, passion for a college team or maybe a collection of players, you get a chance to watch those guys again without having to dig too far into the holes of YouTube. You can watch them right on ESPN because all the games are going to be on ESPN. And what else are we going to do the next couple of weeks? Yeah, absolutely. I will definitely be watching. And, and I will just say there are a number of teams that are raising money for charity, which I think is great, but that doesn't mean you have to bet on those teams. Uh, that's not... <laughs> If you lose money on betting on a charity team, that doesn't make any difference. Uh, so, so bet on the team you think is going to win and then just promise yourself that you'll uh, donate some of that money to that charity if, you, uh, if, if you're feeling guilty at all. Um, Adam, can you give us uh, any hints on some things you're working on for the website? Uh, just going to keep putting up some fantasy work. Um, you know, obviously some football season right around the corner. Um, we've got some great fan. We've got some great fantasy resources 
Uh, we're working on answering some questions that folks may have heading into their dynasty and other drafts as they start preparing. Um, I'm sure we'll have some more rankings and some more dynasty long shot information or maybe some dynasty questions and draft help as well. Um, you know, we're just going to kind of see where the sports world goes. Maybe if y'all are into this, we'll get some more TBT information out there once we have some odds and give you some better analysis on that too. Absolutely. And if you have questions for Adam, make sure to join our Slack channel, slack.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can always, uh, if you get, some people get confused with joining our Slack channel, you can always email me, editor at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Um, what are those one? Oh, and your Twitter. What's your Twitter if people want to hit you up there? Uh, you, you can find me on Twitter at Adam Pelletier. Um, it's a little bit of a mouthful, but if you just follow it from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Um, yeah, spell, on Twitter, spell it out for us real fast. Uh, P-E-L-L-E-T-I-E-R uh, is Pelletier. So Adam, A-D-A-M, uh, Pelletier. So uh, hit me up. You got questions. Reach out. Love answering questions. Love having a discussion, whether it's TBT or um, NFL or XFL, you know, uh, XFL or what if, what if I'm a high school student? I need help with my English homework. Can I hit you up? I mean, uh, yeah, you can definitely hit me up. Um, you know, I'm always available. I'm here to help everybody live their best <laughs> life. So whether that's your sports degen life or if you got to write a paper, sure. Hit me up. I got y'all. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you, Adam. You were great on your first appearance on uh, NBA Odds Pod. We look forward to having you back. And I'll talk soon. Yeah, sounds good. Appreciate it. Ba, 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 basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Ba, 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 basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it.